you're on. Hello and welcome to Book Nation. I'm Chris Stevens. And I'm Nell Copley. And today we have a, a someone, we, like we're not, we usually do book notes. Uh, right at the beginning we yes. do our book news, but we're not doing that today. Nope, we're skipping that. We have uh, someone here with us. And we're going to talk to him for a few minutes. But I just want to say that, that Chris and our, our, um, our boss, Pete, Peter Chienka, who does a podcast of his own called Strip Search, they had their own little... Uh, I wasn't invited, so yeah, I'm we a have little a, jealous about we, that. We have a different I version of book, of book Nation book today. Book Nation today. Yes, we have a so shared version. We have a shared version. Nation. So I'm yeah. a little put off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but so um, Pete's here to talk about a little bit about his book, his new book with... His partner, Dave London. Dave London, that's Dave correct. London. Yeah. So we did a podcast because they were um, shilling their new book. I mean, they were telling people all about their new book. And they shilling is the right word. <laughs> they couldn't really interview themselves, although that would have been kind of funny, I think. So they invited me to sit in and interview them. So we're going to use that as we're going to share that. As so it's not it's their strip sh- search um, show show, and it's also going to be our Book Nation show. But um, So tell us a little bit Yes, about. I think I should probably clarify right off the bat that the name of our podcast is Strip Search because it is about comic strips. I like people to just to leave that image. It might, they, people might have had, like, what is this guy's book about? <laughs> he's their that boss? He's, he's based an entire podcast on What's this. What's going on? Um, but yes, yeah, so Dave and I, Dave is, is the, the artist of, of our of our duo, I cannot draw, um, as we discussed with Chris in our in our <laughs> yeah. interview. Um, but he is uh, quite quite a good cartoonist. I come up with the words. He comes up with the drawings. And and what's uh, it called? What's it, the? It is called Pet Peeves. Is the name of the strip, and it runs online and in um, through more content now, which is the Gatehouse Media News Service in papers as as needed. So it does <laughs> does make it into print every so often. And so we have been doing this since 2016, and at Dave's prodding, uh, we have compiled them into a book that came out um, just just a few weeks ago. So it is available on Amazon. Pet, it's called Pet Peeves, um, and it collects um, about 400 strips from over the two-year period. Yeah, we do. We do three. We do three a week, and we nev- never miss the deadline. Um, even when Dave had some shoulder surgery, we did a, a, a bunch of sort of stock gags in advance to get us over the hump. <laughs> some stick well, figures with some more. Yes. That was part of them, one of the, at least one of them. Those are not in the book because that was after we, we put it together. You'll see that in volume two. But, um, Ooh, already planning volume two. I like it. We are. Yeah. We are. It's like, like, it's it. like the, the version of Foxtrot. It's a little Foxtrot-ish. Uh, How yes. would you describe it? Yes, Foxtrot is absolutely an influence. Um, it's um, definitely that that type of family, you know, gag-based, but hopefully realistic in, in terms of you'll see your family in it. I totally see my family in it, yeah. <laughs> that's, based on your families? That's, that's the idea. Based more, probably a little more on mine than Dave's because I'm doing the writing, but he's constantly giving me... Um, ideas and, and texting me with things that his kids did or that his wife said, um, and then I will put them into the into the strip. A lot of times, even you know, or with my kids, what you wind up getting is not the punchline, but the setup. Yeah. You you know, it's something funny, but it doesn't ha- quite have that you know uh, final. Uh, gag punchline to it so that's where the creativity comes in I gotta say okay what's the what's the funny ending that's going here uh, but but in terms of the, the setups and the um, sort of funny ideas those come right out of real life and what's been the reaction from your family like do, are they like we love it or are they like don't put that in they you know they're, they're pretty cool with it uh, they take full credit 
Um, <laughs> particularly my wife. She's like, anything, almost everything the wife says in this trip is something my wife actually said. So she's always taking, taking credit for that. And, and the kids are, are pretty cool with it. You know, we talked to Chris about my history as a, as a columnist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're used to me <laughs> using them for my work. You can look those up work. online at large. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe you could still find them. It's been, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> or since, check out your blog. Since I've had that. Yeah, I don't update that much anymore either. One project at a time. <laughs> for now, we're, we're working on this we're one. We're trying to help. And, um, but yeah, so far, so good. So the book is out there. It's, we've had some sales on Amazon. We went to the Boston Kids Comic Fest. Um, as you'll I think we talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we talk about that um, in the interview. You that know, already happened now. So right. So you will, <laughs> move, you will move back in time. <laughs> yes. Much like in the new Avengers movie. Oh, was that a spoiler? That was a spoiler. Everybody's seen it now, I haven't right? seen it. Um, um, no, but I haven't seen any of them. So yeah, okay. so you're, I, so you're yeah, good. So yeah, okay. you'll move back in time when you go to the next uh, portion of this interview. But, um, so, but we have been getting it out there. Um, and it's uh, we had a good reaction, which is which is great. Great, so that's really exciting. Yeah, we'll look forward to the interview. Um, so we hope you guys stick around to hear the whole thing, and we will be back in a few minutes with London and Chianka. Thanks. We are back with Strip Search with London and Chianka, and we are very lucky to have a very special guest in this month to interview two other very special guests, me and Dave. We're usually doing the interviewing. Isn't that right, Dave? We are usually doing the interviewing. Um, but we have some, some special news. We want to talk about it. So we invited Chris Stevens, who is the co-host of the Book Nation podcast on wickedlocal.com. She was nice enough to offer to come in and talk to us about a subject near and dear to her heart, as you might have imagined, by the name of the podcast she co-hosts. <laughs> if you figured that out. <laughs> that I just mentioned. So take it away. Yes, it is a subject very near and dear to my heart. So you guys have big news this month. You guys have a book out. We do have a book. in. Uh, it's in our hot little hands right now. It's fantastic. So has this been like, you know, decades in the making? Because I don't want to give away your ages or anything, but you guys go back a ways, right? <laughs> a, a couple of years. Like. <laughs> yeah, Dave and I were friends in college. Do we want to say the year? Why don't we just say... No, but there are only a few colleges back then. <laughs> <laughs> so it limits it. So no, it was, it was uh, as I said... As Pete says, it was the Bush administration and not the second one. <laughs> right. I saw that. Exactly. I thought that was funny. Exactly. <laughs> um, and we did... Together there, the you know, as as people who follow pet peeves know, I cannot draw. I do the writing. Dave does the art, and that's how we met. Is we both approached our college paper, the Observer at Tufts, um, in the hopes of doing something humor related, and they sort of stuck us together, as I recall. I'm not going to say against our wills, but we didn't know each other <laughs> right. prior to that. It turned out to be a match made I in said, heaven. But look at this. Right. It did. Years later, that's awesome. It did. And then, so as we were approaching graduation, we were you know as as uh, college seniors tend to do. We were sitting around trying to figure out um, what we could do to avoid. <laughs> or at least people a... who didn't have a major that you know engendered <laughs> right. a job. Right. Two, in- do. Right. two right. English right. majors. I should mention that. Right. We said, How can we actually do something that? Wrote... How can we get out of teaching? Yeah. Or or having to sit in a cubicle all day. And we decided. Well, you know what we should do is come up with a comic strip. 
So we <laughs> came up with um, a comic strip that we called um, Swidey, which is an unusual name for a comic strip named after our good friend at the time, and still. Who, who also has an unusual name. Neil, yes. Neil Swidey, who, if you are a, a reader of the Boston Globe magazine, you might recognize his name. Before I read the story and I saw the name of the strip, that was my first question. was like, oh, I wonder if this has anything to do with that guy, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and he was not happy about it. He was really dead set Surprisingly against it. Surprisingly dead set against it. Wow. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, he did not <laughs> yeah. want to be have a comic strip named after him. But we said, oh, don't worry. I'm sure it's not going to go anywhere. And it didn't. Right. But I was going to say, but how does he feel now that you guys are, now that he has a bit of a reputation and you guys are resurrecting at least a story yeah, about it? Yeah, well, we, we do talk about it in the intro to the book. Yeah, but and we it, didn't tell we, Neil. We didn't tell Neil. Oh, okay, good. Well, we, so, it'll be our secret. We won't if, tell If Neil. he reads it, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. When we get, when we get the... Uh, when he know. gets his copy, the, uh, things might get ugly. But, um, <laughs> the restraining order, I think. There'll be no well, Christmas uh, party this yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. But um, so that one, yeah, did not really go anywhere. It was a lot harder to get that off the ground although we had a what we thought was an in while we were at tufts our we actually both had the same advisor who we uh, talked about you know about our desire to get into the comic strip industry and he said well you know there's some uh you know you, you have a connection right here the reverend at tufts the, the school chaplain scotty mclennan scotty at Mc the time he's no longer the chaplain scotty mclennan is the namesake for the reverend from doonesbury reverend scott really? sloan yeah yes. scotty mclennan and gary trudeau were roommates at yale wow so so we went in we made an appointment with him and we went in to to talk to him as the only living comic strip character on campus that's awesome and we showed Tim him. Also. And we showed him our stuff, and we're like, you know, we we know if you, if you ever talk to Gary, but we thought we just get advice. And Pass he, it along. And, he, and so we're sitting in this meeting with him, and he's like, oh, let me get him on the phone. So we're, you know, he's dialing, and we're looking at each other like that. Suddenly, this strip that we spent the last several months on just feels like the biggest piece of crap you yeah. can ever think of. <laughs> when, when Gary Trudeau is just a phone call away, it's like wow. you're just embarrassed that and they. It, need it, this it thing was like a Bob Newhart routine because we just heard the, you know, Scotty's side. Right. Right. He may have not really right, called him. Right, we don't <laughs> Gary? It's Scott. Scott Sloan? We, we went to college together? <laughs> was it like he could Skype him or anything? Right, right, right. No, no. It was very much an audio call. And, and he had some, some advice. Basically, just stick with it, guys. Wait, yeah. well, I think what happened was Scotty McLennan was gracious enough to send the strip to Gary Trudeau. Wow. And so... Uh, we got a nice note back from Gary Trudeau, basically saying, you know, keep keep plugging away, keep uh, you know, keep trying. It, it, was, it was sort of a you know, I'm hesitant to sort of give advice other than you know, keep yeah. drawing kind of thing. But he, he did. He wrote us, and I, I still have. I was going to ask, you have still have it. I would. Yeah, that's and, and, Dave and, is and, our archivist. Yeah. <laughs> I have and you know, and unfortunately for Gary, he had his return address on it. So <gasps> we, we had a party after we graduated, and we invited him. We sent him an invitation. <laughs> him, we said, we hope you and Jane can make it. You know, he's made to. <laughs> Jane Paul. I do, yes. <laughs> they, no, they didn't come. No response. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should edit that out. Kind of rude. <laughs> uh, so, so from then on out, you know, and, and Dave and I, we actually, we were roommates after college. We both worked in, in New York City, had horrible jobs um, <laughs> right out of school. Uh, and we So we kept this up, and we, we list in the introduction of the book some of the strips we came up with and, and tried to market over the years. And, and <laughs> yeah, some of them were, some of them were kind of fun. I kind of like the cynical tops and what was it the cynic kindergarten cynic kindergarten I like that and I like the idea of uh, 
Um, Pet City. I kind of like the idea of Pet City. Pet <laughs> City was kind of the precursor to the current strip. At least the uh, characters was it? morphed into it. Them, yeah, I, yeah we, we've taken some of the old animal characters from that strip, and they've made guest appearances <laughs> in the new one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, we definitely at some point decided, because we started with people, um, and at some point, you know, Dave thought it would be more interesting to draw animals. So we, like we animals. shifted into, you know, into plush animals. toys. Yeah. Um, we we but our, our first strip about people was called Gray Matter, and it had starring this character named C.J. Gray, and it was about like sort of a singles in the city uh, kind of idea because that's what we were at the time. And I said I, I was trying to remember. I think it might have predated Friends. Uh, I don't think it predated. Did it predate? It might have because that was night. Yeah, or when it came after Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we did one one strip that we. I don't think we ever even sent anybody that basically was Seinfeld. We 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 did. We ripped off Seinfeld. We we said, oh, because because it it had been on for like a month. We're like, oh, this show's going nowhere. Let's just steal the characters (laughs) and put them into a strip. So when when it was clear that they were going to be better known than we were, we we sort of morphed it into this other single single strip. And that one, we actually won a, a contest. There was a newspaper. What was the name of the newspaper? So, well, there was a publishing company out of uh, Cincinnati or Cleveland. I forget exactly what it was called. Uh, Tomorrow's Comics. It, was a, it wasn't a syndicate per se, but it was basically a distribution company that ran a contest. And um, basically the, the folks who submitted that um, they collected the uh, winners basically and put them together in a newspaper page. And, yeah, and cool. that was distributed to, I think we ran for a year in about a hundred newspapers wow. na- nationwide All in right. Canada as yeah. part of this package of strips that went into um, weeklies and yep. um, other types of newspapers. Yeah. And, cool. at the, and around the same time we got, we won a, I think it was actually a second place award from the, the Somerville cartoon paper. Who's, oh, right. Who's the uh, editorial card. Was it? Oh, uh, editorial cartoon. Yeah, it might have been editorial. Right, editorial. In, in Davis Square. Yeah, they okay. were based in, in Somerville. And the prize in that was they put your comic strip in front of a an editor for a national syndicate. Nice. You know, basically, basically get you to the top of the pile. Sure. So we won second place in that. We got sent to Kink Features, where it was reviewed by Jay Kennedy, who was a yep. sort of a legendary comic strip May um, he rest in peace. syndicator has since <laughs> passed on um, and we went back and forth with him for a while he gave right. us the, well why don't you change this character why don't you change this why don't you add some of this we do a new batch send it to him that's great but why don't you do this and finally after however many back and forths it was they said you know what we're going to pass oh, you yeah, know sweet. it was this close this yeah and I think the, the, at much. the time the, the amount of people submitting the syndicates per year, any syndicate, there were maybe seven or eight of them, but each syndicate mm-hmm. received maybe 5,000 submissions of which, wow. you know, maybe 500 got a serious look of which yeah. maybe, you know, 50 got this back and forth of which like five got the contract. And so wow. we sort of made it to that, it's you know. a competitive field. Very competitive. We made it to that sort of cusp, but didn't get the ultimate contract, unfortunately. And do you look yeah. at some of the comic strips that are out now and go, oh, are you kidding me? Uh, that made it? We don't like to badmouth our fellow cartoonists. I know, I know. But we will say that there are some that probably could be a little funnier. Uh, I agree. There's some really good ones as yes, well. Yes, there are. So. There are some very but good I, ones. But I, I think, I, I, I'll bring it back to us, I think what we're doing would stand up to the best of them. Absolutely. So tell us about Pet Peeves. Well, so we sort of, at some point, I don't know if we made a conscious decision to stop <laughs> trying, or we just, you know, we both got married. I had my kids. Dave's, we married different people. Yes. Okay. We, yes. Dave, good, good to point out. <laughs> Dave, Dave's kids are a little, a little younger than mine, so he started a little later, um, and he had more of them. He has three. I have two. 
Um, so you, it got to the point where really doing anything, <laughs> going to yes, work, with small children, yes. going home and doing our family things, you know, was sort of out of the question. But as they got older, and you know, obviously, you know, we we kept in touch and saw each other quite a bit, and said, you know, maybe maybe it's time to revisit this thing because so much in that intervening time, so much had exploded oh, on sure. the internet. In terms of your ability to dis- distribute yourself and even publish yourself um, on actual print print paper, so he said, "Let's give this a try." So you know, I was still into the idea of, of making it realistic in terms of you know humor that not not sort of crazy out there humor, more just mm-hmm. relatable <laughs> stuff about you know family life. And yep. now that's that. And now you guys had that experience, that. so exactly. Right. Uh, and Dave still wanted to draw animals, so we said, "Well, <laughs> let's make it a family of animals who act like you know act like humans. We won't even make an issue of the fact that they're animals, but it'll make it go. visually that much more interesting." Such so, pet peeves they could be pets because they're all dogs, but uh, their last name is Peeves, and um, very good. You know, loosely based on our families in many ways. Written in many respects by our families. <laughs> yeah, I was, so I was going to, that true. was, yeah. that was my question earlier was who, whose family ends up in this more? Your family or, or I, Pete's I think family? Pete as the writer incorporates probably more of what his family comes up with, although every once in a while I'll give him something that happened. Yeah, so. Dave, Dave will, you know, my, my phone will, will buzz and it's a text from Dave saying, hey, my kid just said this. <laughs> and then it's up to me to remember to, to write that down and, and incorporate it later. So then, of course, my question is, so does, has Timmy, is that your yep, son? Yep. So has Timmy ever come home and went, I can't believe you put me in the comic strip. <laughs> so they, they haven't complained yet. They, see, and of course, I was, I was a week weekly humor columnist for many years. That mm. is something I did keep up. So they're know. probably used to being and embarrassed. I, I chronicled <laughs> their upbringing. So they were used to that. And I remember Dave Barry, the famous humor columnist, right? I saw him speak once and, and somebody asked him a similar question. He said, well, somebody, and if I ever find out who this is, they are going to hear from me. Somebody taught my kid how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that's what happened with me. Where they were little and blah, blah, blah. But the minute they started yeah. seeing in their local paper the story about, <laughs> you know, whatever, their meeting with Clifford the Big Red Dog, and uh, they were not thrilled with that. So I sort of got away from that a little bit. And now they're old enough that, eh, whatever, I don't really care what you do. So, well, you <laughs> so they just put me in it if you want. And, and because like my kids are older now, so I find myself a lot, you know, the, the kids in the strip are perennially, we think about fifth and eighth grade. So I'm sort of remembering, and my kids are now, you know, junior in high school and a sophomore in college. So I'm sort of remembering what we went through during, the, you know, those junior high and, and middle school years. Um, and Dave's are more... Junior high and middle school are kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, fifth is sort of middle. <laughs> right. We don't have a junior high Lower where middle. I live, actually. <laughs> but kind of idea. Elementary, primary. Right. Um, and Dave's are more at that age. So he, he's, you know, feeding me more. Um, from that case, I forget. Um, but I feel like it, it is a relatable strip. That's the one thing we've heard from people. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, are you, have you been hiding in my house? You know, I think <laughs> we hit on the things that people can, can relate to. And, and it's, it's the first time we've, you know, because although we've created these strips, we've sort of focused on getting the 24 you need to submit to a syndicate. We've okay. never, you know, done it consistently on a deadline. So we've been doing three a week for three years. Wow. Yeah. That's well, other than the time we ran Gray Matter way back when. Right. But even then, papers, that, was yeah, weekly, that was a weekly. That was a weekly. That was a weekly. Um, yeah, it's so three a week. That's a lot. So three a week. It is the first time we've done it sort of consistently in that, that, to that extent. So it's been a real learning experience. I bet. And they're not all gems. 
Because <laughs> at a certain point, you just have to, you know, pound it, pound it out. The drawing is always excellent. Yeah, I, yeah, I appreciate that. But sometimes on a deadline, there's a, yeah, there's a little cutting and, corners even there. And if you read I, I the, noticed that floating heads, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. If you, if you notice in the book, we, we definitely yeah. wanted not, it not just to be a compilation of, you know, it's like 400 strips from, from the first, you know, three years of, of Pet Pete. But we wanted to have a little commentary, too, to give yeah, people that. a little behind yep. the scenes. And all the ones, obviously, that talk about the drawing process are Dave talking about, you know, when he when he cut corners or left out the backgrounds. Or <laughs> but now I'm going to think of that whenever I see other comic strips. I'll be like, oh, they must have been on a deadline, too. <laughs> now I know the secret. <laughs> Maybe they just plan better than I do. <laughs> so I'm guessing, obviously, I don't know. I don't know how this works, but I was gonna, I'm going to ask you sort of the Bernie Top and Elton John question. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing that you maybe do the writing first and you do the drawing to fit it. Or do you sometimes say, hey, I got this great drawing. I want to use it somehow. How does that, well, how does it's that morph it, itself? It's interesting. So for the, the daily, quote unquote, daily strips that, you know, have a, a setup and a, and a punchline, you know, or that tell a story, I sit down and write literally a, a script. It's like a, you know, like a movie script where there's character name, colon, you know, and the dialogue okay. and the stage directions and the facial expressions sometimes, you know, he, he nervously, you know, angrily, and Dave takes it from there. But we also yeah, do cool. what we call, uh, we call them pet peeve singles, which are color single panels, which we do about once every couple of weeks, I'd say, a couple of months, two or three a month. And those we do the opposite way. Dave comes up with a concept, draws the picture, and sends it to me to caption. And these are, are wicked hard sometimes. <laughs> They're hilarious pictures. We're like, oh my God, what am I going to say about this? But we usually like, come up with something yeah, pretty yeah, it's good. It's like a caption contest. Yeah, I was between, just thinking that. I was like, Between the two it? of us. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and those aren't in the book for the most part, but we, we're thinking of doing it, maybe a booklet or something separate. Uh, There's one in the book. I was going to say, I think that's your next book then, correct? Well, we do, yeah. We, we've got a collection of pet peeves singles. Nice. Yeah, not nearly as, as many, but it's a fun. And those also, because they're they're one panel and not as often, Dave has more time to experiment with color, and, and I think that's one of the reasons we did it, so you could have, have some fun, fun with that. You know, a lot of the strips these days, because they're almost exclusively online, they, they do use color for, for sure. even the daily strips. Yep. We don't <laughs> more for time than, than right. anything else because we're, you know, we have other things going on um, and they're black and white in the book. But, um, you know, that is something that eventually I think if we expand, you know, we'd be looking at, at doing more color. So when you put the book together, how did you, did you just go, these are the first 400 strips that we did or are there like, you said, are there a few like clunkers that you didn't put in there? There is a few. Do we I see the good, know, bad, and the ugly? Or I don't even know if I really told good? Dave this, but there were a few I left out <laughs> because when I, I was like, this is not funny at all. What was I thinking? <laughs> well, you can, it's your book, right? You um, can do whatever you want. <laughs> so, so when I put it together, maybe two, I think I was like, yeah, that, that's, that one just doesn't work. You know, 99.9% .9 of the strips that, that we did are, are cool. in there. And actually, I was encouraged that most of them, I felt like they held up, you know, going back and, and looking at them. And it's interesting, now I'm writing, so we're keeping, you know, obviously we're writing new ones now, and I find myself it's sort of a, do, approaching it more with the mindset of people seeing it in a book oh, than okay. seeing, seeing it online. I'm more, you know, I'm doing more multi-part Storylines are trying to tell a story and you know have a beginning, a middle, and end that you get to if you go read all four or all six. Or yeah, read, so, or, so you um, have strips that'll carry over from one, not it, just from one panel, but from it, one strip exactly. to another. Exactly, and not as we, you know, and if you go through the book, I'd say the, the majority, like probably the first half, there were very few of those, maybe a two-parter or maybe a three at, at the most. 
And then as you get later in the book, there's more four or five. You know, we got into trying to tell a little bit more of a story. And, and we had, we took a little, it wasn't really a hiatus because we got a bunch of work done in advance, but they had some shoulder surgery and couldn't Yeah, draw. the drawings were very interesting during that <laughs> So, yeah, we had a few that I... Uh, he really we, can't draw. We pretended, <laughs> we pretended that I drew them, I'll say that. Um, so we got a bunch of work done in advance. But as soon as he got back, we, we launched into a, a seven-parter, which may have been our, our longest wow. one yet. And and you do risk the fact that somebody starts at part four and they're like, wait, who's that? I haven't yeah. seen that character before. But having done the book and seen them in that format it, it's made me feel a little more open to, well, then they can buy the book and see how this how this storyline you know and, it, and it, in terms of character development and you know that type of thing it, it gives you a little more freedom you know and maybe someday who knows we'll we'll try to tell a book length story which is i mean the interesting thing what we've learned doing this podcast in addition to doing our work is how many sort of different types of it's gone so far a field of just the you know daily comic hmm. strip yep. um, in terms of ways to tell a story and ways to incorporate cartoon illustrations with text you know in like a diary of a wimpy kid type of thing I mean yep, that, that's right you know they called them I mean, hybrid hybrid books or hybrid comics or something there's a name for it money factory <laughs> yeah they're doing great <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like it. been an explosion <laughs> and we talked to Mark Parisi from Melrose who does oh he's great the Marty Pants yep. um, you know and, and he had, he was recruited basically from really? by Harper Collins wow. from his off the mark um, panel because they they need people to churn out these books that he does these are great I mean these are you know and he's really I, I think found a whole new niche with that so, so yeah, so I, who knows what, what the future holds. Who knows where it'll go. Fantastic. So, Only the shadow knows. Only the shadow cartoon knows. Reference. But um, do you think there is another, another Pet Peeves book in the future? It's a beautiful cover, by the way. It's a great book. Where can people find the book? Because well, I know everyone, as soon as this is over, they're going to go. Well, it is available on Amazon.com, a little retailer you may have heard of. They're online. <laughs> little, little and deliver, there. right? Uh, they do. They do. And we, uh, on our website petpeevescomic.com we will have a link to uh, to Amazon and also we're planning to sort of take the book out uh, that's know, right uh, what do they say IR, IRL in real life oh. in real life um, and we're going to be at the Boston Kids Comics Fest on April 27th at Pine Manor College in Chestnut Hill recording the next episode of our podcast live that's fantastic from there and we will have a pile of books to uh, to sell and then we're going to look at what it, where our next step is we'll be lugging them around selling them in person for people who want to meet us and you know get so just kicking the Girl Scouts out of the uh, supermarkets no so we kidding, can take right? over their space <laughs> there you go I was going to yeah. say just you know call them and they'll meet you on the side of the road <laughs> yeah. pop open the trunk of the car I am thinking I'm going <laughs> to need to start carrying a box in my trunk oh just, I totally think you should just in case you know the guys that sell the roses off the hood of their car and then you guys can sell <laughs> yeah. your books off there. We're, there we're plugging it for Mother's Day and Father's Day presents because, you know, very family-oriented. It's very family-oriented, you know, yes. You, how many ties and, you know, soaps are you going give, to give to people? <laughs> flowers, you, flowers die. Yeah. Exactly. This book will live forever. That's a, that's a great idea, forever. actually. Yeah. It's very family-oriented. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Awesome. Great. So we will hear about it next at the Kid Fest, Kid Kid Boston Com- Kids Comic, Comic Fest, Fest, April 27th. And, and you guys can run out to Amazon and pick up your copy because they'll sign it for you. We will. You bring we, it in We will. If you I'm meet assuming. us in, per- meet <laughs> so meet us in person and we will do that. We're going to have some freebies. 
to give away. Fantastic. And, you know, there's there's a sticker or two in your future if you come to see us live. <laughs> Maybe a bookmark. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So so we'll see and then we'll we'll take it take it from there. But it is exciting and it's fun to just see them all at one place and have them on paper. That's and we, great. And we should mention the, you know, we've been very lucky to be affiliated with more content now, which um, is the Gatehouse Media mm-hmm. news service. And they uh, distribute the three strips we do each week to their network and a lot of the weekly papers will, nice. you know, plug those in as space allows. So we are actually on, on paper, occasionally at least. But it's nice to have, you know, an actual bound edition. Yeah, it's know, exciting. To add to the archives. Very good. Well, congratulations on your book. And um, when the second one comes out, we'll be right back here to talk to you about it again. All right. Thank you very much. So we'd like to offer a very appreciative thank you to Chris Stevens for sitting in on this episode of Strip Search, the comic strip podcast. I'm Pete Chianka here, as always, with Dave London. And next month, make sure to tune in for our live broadcast on tape from the Boston Kids Comics Fest. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.